All right, we're back. Season two, episode two is about to happen. What are your thoughts, Chris? I mean, I'm here for the new setup. You got a lot of great feedback last time for your Dyson Sphere. I know. Review. Well, it's literally only a five-star podcast, so I know. what else do we expect? People loved seeing your passion for it, um, and I'm here for it. I thought it was super, co uh, super cool. I mean, I know it from watching you play, but I'm super excited for you that you got to share your passion for it with all the folks. Yeah, that's what we're all about. Yeah. So here we are moving on to season uh, two, episode two. And remember our new tagline that I'm here for. We're here. We're queer. Now, now give, give me, me my, my entertainment. entertainment. I want to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, folks, welcome back. And that voice you heard, the lovely voice serenading you, was the voice of Leah, our first official special guest of season two. Uh, welcome, Leah. Greetings. Um, and if you remember, you were a part of a couple of podcasts in uh, episode, I'm sorry, season one. Yes. And we had our whole podcast pre-show scenario where we were right before our show, our Twitch show, and we recorded, and it was raw and just... Whatever it was. It yeah. was whatever it was, right? Um, so now we've... Professionals. We've sort of refined it a little bit. We've learned a little bit. Um, I'm not hearing her a lot, Chris. I don't know what that's about. If Hello? you can quickly troubleshoot as I'm... Um, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Why is her mic plugged in? Can you hear me now? Oh, I don't even actually hear her at all. Can you hear me now? Oh, boy. We're doing this live, and I will just continue talking and entertaining all y'all um, while Leah is um, trying to figure figure stuff out. Um, so if you remember... Hello? If you remember last time uh, that we were here... Are we... Um, there hello? There we go. You're hello? back. I feel, oh, my I feel God. seen. Hi. Welcome. Thank We're you. here. We're queer. Now, now give, give me, me my, my entertainment. Leah. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to play the new theme song again. Anyway, so we're back for officially now. Um, thank you for being here, Leah. That voice that you didn't hear before, that you only just got to hear now, was the special voice of Leah, our first official special guest of season uh, two of the newly named Airstreamers podcast. I'm having deja vu. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like we've minutes. done this before. It's like you can predict the future or something like five minutes ahead. Now Weird, give me right? my entertainment. Yeah, boom. <laughs> um, and I so, love that little cowboy funk. Mm -hmm. It really this, gives me like days at the ranch vibes. Mm -hmm. I want to put on boots and dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, disco, disco cowboy. Give me, give me my, give me my disco cowboy. Yeah, honky, that's what I want. Honky tonk shoes. You know, I went. Um, line dancing once <gasps> when I was younger. This is okay. I'm, I want to say something. This is absolutely no offense to anyone who's line dances, but I also realize when you say something like no offense, but then yeah. it is offense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't what, offend me. I love line I, dancing. I'm, listen, I love lines. I want to say that when I was in the position of line dancing, like when I was there and the things were happening, I somehow won, I was won over by the spell of line dancing. Like I was in it, yeah. I was doing it, yeah. I got the little kicks, I got the little moves. The kickball change, yeah. Yeah, The kickball change. Shuffleball yeah. change. Mm -hmm. So afterwards, yeah, a little I bit of time it. afterwards, dancing. I realized that is not the place for me. And I just did not really. I think about that moment now in time, and I get like the the. I think it's feeling. a place for everyone. Did you I like it though? It. I have to say, I swear to God, I enjoyed it. And I was why there, is it not and a place why is, for you? yeah, I agree. I because think. I think that I felt 
out of body experience doing it. I bet you that that is People one of the most- People pay big money for that. And probably one of the most welcoming types of things. Like I feel like if we went into any bar and did like a line dancing night, like people would teach us the dance because I think it's a group activity. Yeah. I think. I will I will say. Listen. Are we gonna we're going line dancing? I can't. Oh, wait. I would do it. I wanna it. get the cowboy boots. I wanna get the cowboy hat. I wanna go you know what it is? I'm gonna wear I'm gonna spurs. Be, I'm gonna be vulnerable and honest. I think that the community as a whole, when I think of like cowboys and stuff, uh-huh. um, up until um the, yes, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that that community seemed to be a community that was uh, accepting of the queer community as an uh, ob- an observation. Not yeah, but he said he's never going to quit him. He was in it whole hog. Yeah, I know. But, to a death but to that's us part. one person. I just felt that maybe this was a weirdo situation that I was a part of. But I do have to say, stepping away from it, I do think it's an opening community, an mm-hmm. op- uh, a welcoming community. Um, I'm here for it, and I think that maybe we should consider going line dancing. Are we are we Googling line dancing right now? Well, no, because when you just said how you don't think that community would be open to it, it made me think of a TV show that I've been watching where they do, in fact, mm. prove that that's, um, you might not be accurate in that. Yeah, like that the your preconceived notions are fallacies. Exactly. Yeah. I know. And look, I'm here to learn and I'm, and I hopefully. And learn how to dance in a line. <clears throat> with a bunch of other people who dance in a line. Yeah. Or, the same thing. Or if we're all squares and we go dancing. And What's the name of the show, by the way? Can I ask you that? We're here. It's oh, so good. Oh, I love good. that show. Okay. Are you okay to talk about that show this uh, week? I'd love okay, to talk about that sweet. show. So here's what's going to happen, folks. We have, uh, as per our newly designed format, we're going to be talking about things that we've done in the past week or so that provide us some sort of entertainment. Napping. Um, napping. Next. Oh, that nap. Yeah. Was everything. True I that. didn't think I needed the nap, and then I did it, and I was like, I'm glad I did oh, it. Oh, yeah. I needed it. Last week, Chris uh, serenaded us with his lovely uh, dulcet tones. I think that's a saying. Um What's a dulcet? I don't know. Serenaded people? Mm, Yeah, I think so. With his love for Dyson Sphere. And um, like I said earlier, lots of great feedback from the community and people who listened, uh, people who reached out to talk about how how much joy they got from uh, hearing Chris talk about Dyson Sphere. And uh, in case you don't know, Leah, you kind of dabbled in the world of Dyson Sphere. Not directly, but we played a game once for Ooh. like 25 hours in like a day called Satisfactory. Uh, when we were, uh, yeah, when we lived in the Bat Cave. Mm-hmm. And, yep. <laughs> that was a wild time. <laughs> Had our coffee. We woke up way early and somehow pole. started playing and we, it was suddenly. Six o'clock at night. And we were ordering Indian food. Yeah, yeah. so we had dinner. Yeah. So that, that was, game. Yep. It's called Satisfactory. It's a factory building game. Chris loves Dyson Sphere. Because it's about vacuuming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the best vacuuming game yeah. ever. That's fun. It's but exactly it. It is very much similar to, it's like a 2D kind of version of Satisfactory. Hmm. I'll have to give it a whirl. I think that knowing you, you would find yourself knee deep in diagrams because you're very good with notes. Uh-huh. And yeah. like when time. Order. Mm-hmm. You would have a drawing designed once. You, once your brain clicks of like, Getting I'm in it. it, I get okay. it. Then the paper would come out, 
you would suddenly have graphs and like, okay, for efficiency, if I do this, I'm going to make sure this happens here to make that happen there perfectly. I didn't I play Satisfactory like after the day here, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, we actually haven't I, played I either. I just wanted to be we bossed just, around and told what to do. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. go get this, go do that. Leah, more rocks. Leah, yeah. more yeah. rocks. Yeah. More water. But we can't yeah. revisit the first episode. I want to hear more about now, like, I'm um, here and what you think. Of, wait. We're, we're here. here. Oh, I always make it about me. I I'm mean, like, I'm, I'm not here. mad at Everybody that. Everybody else is here too, but I'm here. So We're Here is a show on HBO Max. They currently have two seasons out. The first season was only six episodes. And actually when the sixth episode was going to air, COVID happened. So they had to stop it. We watched the first season, We watched season, it. Right? And it's really, really good. You didn't but I want to hear. We didn't know. We didn't get to see the second. And yeah. I want I want to hear your opinions on, on season one and two. Just to tell so, us, like, tell, tell the folks what it's about, what okay. happens. And so the second season has eight episodes. And I think I've only watched four of them because I love the show so much that I don't want it to end so quickly. So basically three drag queens, uh, Bob the Drag Queen, Shangela, and Eureka. All fabulous drag queens. Very, very fabulous. And all very different too. Um, They're all, by the way, from RuPaul's Drag Race. Sorry, to, mm -hmm. I didn't No, mean to totally. They're all from RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, some are winners. Uh, others are like runner-ups. Mm -hmm. uh, all stars. But, yeah, or all stars, but all three of them have come from the world of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. I love that you like call it they're very different they, they are, are very they're they are. super diverse yeah. in their background the parts of the country that they come from and even like their mission and their yeah what they went through with their family like i love them and you get to learn more about them because what happens is in each episode they go to a different town and typically they are not going to new orleans chicago new york city they're going to places that are like del rio texas or like alabama or just areas that typically may have a big Bible Belt background or a more conservative background. So Lots of line dancing. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you know, there are dances and we are in lines. So they um, are going to these communities and trying to basically bring this new culture to these towns because there are a lot of people that are LGBTQ and they don't feel that they could be themselves. So some of them aren't out or some are trans individuals that can't live their best lives or they feel unsafe. But what's really, really cool is that in one episode, it might be a 20 year old trans boy that also has autism. Another one might be a gay mayor in Texas who they <laughs> elected as mayor, even though it's a relatively conservative community. Another might be a trans couple or 70-year-old lesbian women or there's just so many. Or it might be a pastor and a church that's trying to just bring it to his community and say, like, it's not a big deal. Like, you could still That's what I remember about, like, yeah. the, first the first season I remember being very um, different like from episode to episode. Like, there's not an agenda that... No. They didn't get the gay agenda and then no. just come in and say, this is this is what's nope. on our agenda this month. They kind of go in and they're like, hey, there's this family and the mom doesn't t totally get um, what trans is. Yeah. So and like they the mom might dress up yeah. or the son might dress up or like the super conservative redneck, which is what they say in that show, brother might do it to show his trans sister i love you and i'm here for you so it's it's really it's a show that if you are present at that table you feel it very deeply and it's it just yeah. has such a good message and it's 
it's honest and it's raw too because they'll be going around looking for a venue like hey we want to do our drag show and they tell everyone in the community do you want to come to the drag show and some people will be like get out of here we're calling the cops i remember that i remember, I remember that. and yeah. i was my next thing that i was going to say is i remember it being very genuine and raw yeah and you totally took the words out of my mouth because i remember that i also remember that all the stories don't totally end like happy-go-lucky it's no. like they're pretty honest and like you someone's know, mom didn't come some, she didn't want to come yeah she didn't want to see the drag performance. some like mm -hmm. Hold it's real life, yeah. But I find that the overarching message is just when you have the conversation and you just present it, like we we can all love each other. So it's pretty cool. And there is not much difference between us. Do you know what I mean? What I, and let except me for I can't walk in those heels. So well, for me, course. there's what a I deficit. Mean, yeah, and I don't like putting makeup on because it feels like gross to me, like dirty. Like as in, you're like, such a neat freak. Know, he would think it's like imagine. dirt on his face. It's yeah. literally yeah. like designed scientifically to be a thing your face can be happy and healthy. With. Meanwhile, my eye is tearing because I'm pretty sure I got too got, much shadow yeah. in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I mean about us being not uh, not that different, though. What I'm trying to say is that at the end of the day, no matter what this perceived idea of being a drag queen is, or being a gay person in the queer community is, or whatever the case it's might so be, good. it's really truly not that different from letting someone else live their life the way they want to live their life. Like mm -hmm. That's the goal here. The goal is just to give everyone a spot at the table yeah. to allow themselves to live their authentic selves, because I think that everyone who can live their authentic selves, the more people that do, uh -huh. the better the world will be. Just and as simply as that. you'd be so surprised because there might be someone that's like a big person in the religious community. And they're like, you know, I don't like accept it, but like, it's okay for you to do whatever you want to do. And then by the end, they're like, holy crap, they're I changed. messed up. I'm sorry. And there was one mom that when her daughter came out as gay... The mom was like not about that life and now the mom is trying to do right and she's trying to be like uh it was an organization where it's like moms that will be there for gay kids when they're I think biological I saw that family one. that was in the first season yeah. and the daughter was like i think it's great that you've come around but the damage that you did you did it and yeah. to me i'm like oh my god like give your mom a chance but then i'm like no you're right you yeah. don't you don't have to forgive if yeah. you're not ready for it or maybe not now and not because there's a camera there so like it's it's just no, really totally. really really good I and they a, got renewed for season three. Oh, great i didn't oh, know that yes awesome. yes 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 i have a question for you um and uh, this is just me not re uh, remembering mm -hmm. so you know i'm gonna compare this a little bit to a show like we are a queer eye which okay. the, the reason i'm comparing it is because there's a similar sense of let's all learn from each other mm -hmm. and by the end of it there's some joy and things like that i think yes. with queer eye there's a little bit of more joy like it ends always in this super super sort of happy way uh -huh. even if um, the redesign uh, is trash. Is trash. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes Bobby, I, I think Bobby carries the show. Let's be honest, because he's the one who really does the most visible. Like he does, you but know? sometimes I'm I like, it always I don't. looks good. Most of the time, mm -hmm. I think he looks good. I don't know that you ever watched it and thought that he looked bad. I think you're confusing, like maybe haircuts or something. Maybe no, but I think Jonathan is fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I just mm -hmm. think who's oh, the weak link? I don't know. I think it's Anthony for me because he uh, just he throws like lemon on like what a paper and is like, yeah, this yeah. Is the he best thing microwaves ever, a lemon and yeah, and then sprinkles a caper on it. Yeah, and then opens a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese mm. and throws the cheese away. Oh, I'm hungry. And yeah, you and speak the, in my language. The and reason, that's the meal. The reason I'm bringing this up is because you know they each have their own little thing and they all try to come together to work together blah 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 mm -hmm. now the the agenda so to speak okay. of we're here what 
is it? Is it a little bit more natural that they just kind of have a person who wants to get something accomplished and they So it's work three with people. Them? Each queen gets a candidate, basically. Oh, I so forgot each, about that. Each episode, yeah, Bob has someone, too. Shangela has something, uh, someone, and Eureka has someone. So uh, in this episode, Shangela had the mayor of Del Rio, Texas, who is... Uh, a Mexican-American, like, Texas, I think Tejano is, like, what they're called. Um, like, culturally, that's what they say, you know, whatever. So, Shangela has that person. And then Bob had maybe a trans individual. And then Eureka might have had someone who's gay, but not out to their parents. And on the show, they might come out to their parents and be like, I'm doing drag. And their family's like, okay, can't wait to see. And then they cry. I would say 99% overarching is positive. Yeah. But there's a few that it's just, you know, it's real where, yeah. you know. People, I forgot about the, the three-person thing. Oh, it's so I think good. a show like we're here, and by the way, you know, we're comparing it to Drag Race and stuff. This is very, very, very different than Drag Race yeah. because there's not a competitive element to it. It's just this very raw, like, I'm going to guide you through this journey and, you know, it's do like whatever I can eye. do. It yeah, is. It is it's like a queer eye, a little at, bit. Or, um, but I think that it's like also... Like those makeover um, things or something. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's so important good. because it's like people who are maybe isolated in a similar situation mm -hmm. that can't get the luck of or don't have the luck of like getting picked for that kind of show yeah yeah but they yeah. can still live through this and have this as like uh something that speaks to them i just and love it so much. i love that um mm -hmm. the three queens also have this platform like on top of their platform. Oh, yeah. It's, I just think that this is such a good teaching tool where, like, yeah. someone can use this to come out to their parents or explain drag to their parents mm -hmm. and be like, it's not... I don't know. And there's just so many... Every episode is similar, yet incredibly different. Isn't it funny, though, that <clears throat> explain drag to their parents when, like, we... I had a student recently to, to, um, bring up the, my painted nails. Uh -huh. And, like, I my response was, like, you know, it's paint. Mm -hmm. It's there's no gender to paint, you know, that and and yeah, just the simplicity cares? of just distilling down what it is to do something like drag, yeah, how just it makes someone feel good, full stop, done. That's, That's it, the answer, yeah. Like when you, know? you did drag, uh, when champagne was here, you mm -hmm. you just you felt beautiful and I good, love yeah, that. Love, like it's love, just love fun, that. it's fun. Um, so thank you for sharing yeah, about we're here Thanks. and folks, if you want to watch, we're here. This is, uh, this HBO is not Max. A, yeah, not a sponsored situation. I imagine we were sponsored, but we are accepting fun. donations. Yeah. Sure. Shangela, write that check. Yeah. I know you got it. Um, Shangela, Hallelujah. if I ever got to hang out with Shangela, drag, uh, Bob, drag queen uh, and or Eureka. Eureka. Oh, all three of them. I'm obsessed. Literally. They're all fantastic. They're super, super, super fun. skilled mm -hmm. in their And craft. each one is, yes, Chris. So different. So good at what mm -hmm. they they do absolutely so good at what they do and they each have their own journeys like i think shangela's journey of coming back and getting better and doing more yeah. and always oh progressing. everybody yeah. hated shangela yeah. in her first season Ow. and they kicked her uh, out yeah um, like yeah and then she came back for all stars at one point and was like kicking ass and then eureka came back once oh. broke her knee came back again did top three came back again in all stars and did bob really well started and won that season i think bob, bob started won. and won yeah. yep mm -hmm. i love he's bob. fantastic mm -hmm. uh, he's just a character he's oh yeah got the greatest like one-liners so there's one uh episode uh selma uh, Alabama, <coughs> and sorry. that's where uh, there was Selma, a walk yeah. with Martin mm -hmm. Luther King, Huge and deal. Bob met these women that were in that walk, 
and were like pepper sprayed as like 12 and 13 year olds and he just i don't know it's just such a good show oh my god mm-hmm. that yeah. movie by the way selma is very good i don't think i've seen that it's very, very we'll have very to add good. that to yeah. my what it's it's uh <clears throat> it's a movie based about the thing the the walk that you're talking about i'm gonna add that on my list right it's now really good it um, is really good we should talk about it on the yeah on the podcast yeah um after we watch it of course like within I, the week yeah because mm-hmm. well i just don't off the top of my head can't remember the specifics but chris Love tell it. us what you've been doing this week you um mentioned that you wanted to talk about something i want to talk about severance but it's too early and i really need leah to watch severance. what okay it's, so 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 good. Do you it's think that you can give all, Leah a high level? It's all I hear about. Episode? It's severance. So it's a person that got fired, or they want to let them go, and they're giving him a separation agreement. Oh wow! Like a severance package. <laughs> what kind Leah, of show is that? Literally, the <laughs> like, furthest from what that show is. It is yeah, liter- literally not about that. <laughs> what? Okay, so it's it's a sci-fi show. Yeah, the high level concept is that you have. A person and they sort of folks get- wait i don't want to cut you off chris this is a minor <clears throat> minor spoiler so if you want to go into that show completely and utterly blind thank you for coming for one minute and come right back um but if you want if you don't mind kind of just getting a gist of what that first episode's about stick around okay go it's just i'm gonna say all it really is is like you split a person in two so they Wait, have what? their memories <laughs> as a person at work okay and that's a distinct person of like of this person okay. and then their outside life they're like outside of work life and that's a distinct person and the memories don't cross over so the person at work doesn't have any recollection of what happens to the person outside of work and vice versa so there are i'm the i'm in the show and there's me as like work me Mm-hmm. And that's just one storyline. And then a completely separate non-crossing over is like mm-hmm. me playing Valheim and eating yes. pasta. You literally and the up, two Leas don't know each other. They, do yeah. not, they know that each other exists. That's it. Meaning that you... Uh, I don't want to ask questions, but like, do you take a pill that makes you like... It's a surgery. Do you... Oh, does everyone yeah. have it? Or are there certain people that they you know? You choose to want to do it for reasons that are your own. So if there's a couple that's together or like a family, some of the family members might have this separation and other people are like, what, what, yeah, what person do we have it. now? Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Be, it's so like, like if it's I a lot of those now, questions that you have, you're, you're touching on spoilers, import, not spoilers, but like important things that are addressed. Uh, Cause if it's for, like, for example, if I ask you, if you were severed and I ask you, oh, I was how was work? You would say, you probably say to me, like, oh, I don't know, I'm severed. That's your answer. Oh, but I wonder if for like, I don't know, if it was like a couple and one spouse was like, yeah, the, they, there would be no difference in their day to day life. Yeah, but what if they got fired from work and they don't know and the wife's like, where's my money at? If they got fired from work. Like if one spouse. Okay, so say Mike and I are both severed. This is a specific company who offers this. By the way, this is not like a choice you make and anywhere you go to work. Oh, I thought like at McDonald's, I could be like, I'm not trying to come home smelling like French fries. No. Okay. No, okay. No. I got to watch it. Oh, I love McDonald's also. But we that's another thing. Interesting. Get through Uber Eats in a little let's bit. Say you, you. Let's say you blackout, get drunk today. Okay. Yes. And tomorrow you go to work. 
and you're severed. So your person, when you go to work, has no idea like what happened in your life outside of that. Do I feel the hangover? You feel the hangover. And you're probably wondering what the hell did that person do? Oh, that's miserable. I would be severed if I didn't feel the hangover, to be clear. Yeah. Thank you. So anyway, so you need, are you going to, what are I you going to talk it. about this week, Elias? Do you have a Well, I want to talk about Elden Ring and I, we really don't have too much time, but I want to, the only thing I want to touch upon is the game. I, I was thinking about how I would compare to how, why I would say Elden Ring is good. And there's a couple of reasons why. Do you know about the very first level of Mario? If you think back to. Which Mario? Mario 1, mm-hmm. when that first came out. Yep. Do you know why that level is a very important level in gaming do you know the whole like lore and story behind it i don't think so basically speaking the design the gameplay Mm -hmm. design because think about a gameplay Mm -hmm. Uh, you are being given something that someone else created Mm -hmm. and you need to experience something in the way they intended for you to experience it Mm -hmm. but you may do something different than the person intended and then therefore you're you know not getting the experience. Yeah, like okay. instead of getting the mushroom and then the fireball, I could just do a speed run yeah. as the little guy go to the end, warp down to the basement. Right. Now, put yourself in the position of 1983 or 84 person. You know, I was, was no, 18 months old. There were no video games, but really. And so <laughs> people didn't understand the concept of video games. And so therefore what needed to happen was the developers who were making these games needed to do things to instruct the gamer. Teach you along the and way. And teach you along the way. Okay. And so that level, the importance of it is that the little Goomba mm-hmm. is coming to the right as you you don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. So you you start moving the deep the controller and you're like, oh shit, okay, I can move. So you move and then you realize that there's an enemy. You're probably on your very first time gonna get hit and die. Mm-hmm. Then you realize, okay, wait, that's not right. I need to do something. So then what you do is you press a button and suddenly what happens? Jump. You jump. You and you're like, oh, wait, okay, that's cool. While you jump, the three question blocks are above you, and then you hit them, something mm-hmm. happens, and then the mushroom comes out, and it comes out in such a way where you will walk into it mm-hmm. and get it. And that's where it's like, holy shit, you've learned a lot without anyone telling you anything. Nothing, yeah, and like, okay. oh, I love it. And so therefore, my, I'm going to just go right ahead. I don't know if anyone mm-hmm. in the world's ever compared this, but I think the reason Elden Ring is a good game is because it does similar things, but in a super brutal way. Like, in a way that's rough, you're going to die, you're going to get mad, but everything that you do along the way is teaching you something to further progress. Like, you know the Valheim death loop that you get in? That's sort of the game. Yeah. The game it's is like the living inside of that inside loop. of that death loop. Yeah, like you're... I'm torn if I want to play that game or not because wait, Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh my god. It's, I think I'll hate it. It's, I think you'll hate it. It's an experience. It's it's take the death loop and also add only combat. That's so it. no That's crafting. The, no, no, no. There's no crafting and there's it's no a, farming. There's no no. Like, I can't make potions and do housekeeping. Zero nothing. The goal is to get from point A to point B, and the point B is actually your choice. You, it could be so like Final Fantasy, kind of not even. No, it's a very, it's when you break it down, it's a very simple game. You need to just explore the world, get to the next checkpoint. I think it's on Xbox, my game pass. No, it's on. No, it's not. it's not. But you definitely, I mean, I can show you it later, but I want to talk more about it at some point, but that's the quickest way I can describe what no, it I is. No, I think that's a good way of okay. mentioning that, it. Maybe I'll yeah. try it. You and I think know. it's, uh, uh, and the thing is, Leah, I'm literally at the end. I'm right at the last boss, and you know what? Let's, I'm, let's beat it tonight. Uh, if you beat it tonight, I would l- scream. I'll beat it. Everyone in the pot, everyone who's oh listening, God. imagine would be if I go downstairs and I'm you? like, just hit this button, and then I win. 
Can you imagine? I would yeah. probably stop playing games. Okay, I think I'm gonna would. do it. It's I gonna be like yeah, I've been playing a hundred hours of this game, and if you just randomly come in and happen to beat this last boss, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm anyway, ready. folks, thank you for being here. We discussed the most random ass things. We're here, Severance and Elden Ring and Mario. Of course, they all. Oh, I thought you're gonna say way. we're here, we're queer. Now give me my entertainment. We but. can also do that. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Airstreamers podcast. We're here, we're queer. Now, now give, give me, me my, my entertainment. entertainment. Bye. Bye.